so you guys just had a glimpse of one of my hobbies and that's drumming <laughs> yeah 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 so i'm a drummer you can say something like that <laughs> but if it comes to making noise with some sticks on the table or any flat surface that's called drumming right so yeah i'm a drummer i can give you some beats and all that <laughs> Anyway, since this is the last Wednesday of Ghana month, so I'm going to share something I really cherish about Ghanaian culture. We are going to talk about Anansism, Ghanaian folk tales. So, I told you all I grew up with my extended family. So, um, during my childhood, um, I had my grandmom around. We all lived together in one big house, the Kwanzaa house. Yes, so anytime there was a light out or any evening, weekend evening, our grandma would just gather all the grandkids around and she tell us Anansisim or folk, Ghanaian folk too. And we really, those are the times I really cherished with my grandma like I still remember it like it looks like fresh memories in my head and I miss her so much anytime I remember some of this analysis and so today I'm going to talk about not going to talk about talk about is not the right word I mean I'm going to narrate my favorite analysis so initially before we had a constitution um, some legal laws binding sorry governing as as a country each and every ethnic groups used to have taboos to set things in place like to check crimes in the society so they set out taboos as local laws so that in case you break this taboo you know the consequences coming your way because we used to be under traditional government and also our our main channel of recording history was by word of mouth so we used to tell history by word of mouth through anansism or through folklores or folk tales and so anansism uh, can be defined as, as it's a Ghanaian folk tale that tries to explain certain Ghanaian phenomenon with with um uh, in a play form like in a f- sort of drama to make it fun to pass history on and on and on um right now i don't get to talk about Ghanaian history i'm just going to talk about one certain Ghanaian culture that is it's so close to my heart 
we are going to talk about analysis Ghanaian folk tales. So I I don't know for the other side of Ghana, but I know for accounts we do a little bit of storytelling in the form of um, spreading our history, talking about superstition and taboos through analysis. And Anasism is never complete without a song and a moral lesson. So when it gets to the climax of the Anasism, that's where you get to know the moral lesson of the story. Oh, with me, Anasism helped me become creative with my fabrications. It also helped me learn lots of tree vocabularies i had lots of tree vocabularies because my grandmom just always narrate the stories in tree pure trio so i learned most of my tree from the analysis they i grabbed a lot of tree vocabularies and it was fun it was very fun and and i hope to do that to my grandchildren too maybe my children self because i feel this tradition of ours is getting lost if it's not lost already but then i would want to break it back during our time so as usual i'm going to talk about i'm going to tell i mean i'm going to narrate of my favorite analysis of all times i can't believe when i was a child this analysis used to be scary to me wow I would be interchanging between Chi and English, but I would hope to say it in Chi because it's it's fun. It's more fun in Chi because that's where that's original language they used to tell the story. And let me just get my <clears throat> my narration voice on. <laughs> I don't really know that I don't really remember the titles of the story, so I'm going to just fabricate it and. Get ready, get ready to listen to some analysis from your podcast storyteller, Sonuya. <laughs> so the very first analysis I'm going to talk about is Abana. As I said earlier on, I don't really remember the title, so I'll be fabricating my own title. So the title of this first analysis is Moma. Mama Bena Enkwa Enkwa Insu. So, yeah, initially I talked about taboos and superstition being a traditional laws. In Icon society, I knew, I know for a fact that once we didn't used to go to the sea or the river or the lake during auspicious days like Tuesdays and Thursdays because we believe that that was when the gods came out to bath and we feel our. Water bodies with fishes. So during this auspicious day, everyone is supposed to stay home. No one's going to, is supposed to go to the riverside. But Abena, being the naughty girl and the stubborn girl, did not take heed to the advice and she went to the riverside. So every analysis, every okay, every tribe and how they start the analysis step. My grandma used to start with Abra Yo. Is it Abra Yo or something? I forgot to say. But I know she used to say Abra Yo, Abra Bro. Then we all say Yo. Yeah, then she starts the analysis. So let's get our popcorns, our chips, our whatever, and let's start this analysis. Hope you're all ready. <clears throat> Let me get my storytelling voice on. Once upon a time, there lived a girl called Abena. 
Abna was a very, very stubborn girl. She never listened to her parents' advice or advice from the older people in Jurassic, the town they came from. So on, on, on an auspicious day when everyone was home, Abna decided to go to the riverside to fetch water. When she got there and fetched her water, there was no one there to help her carry her pot. And so Abnan decided to ask for help from a fish. This fish was actually, <laughs> I don't really know, uh, I think it's called mudfish. The English name for actually is mudfish, yes. So Abnan went to the mudfish and asked for help. And then the mad fish offered to help on one condition that Abna promised it that she didn't harm it after it helped Abna carry the pot. And Abna agreed to the fish's condition. But once the fish helped Abna carry the pot, Abna hit the fish's head with a piece of stick. Hmm. What has Abna done? An abomination. Abna carried the fish to the house to cook. Once she got home, she called all her friends to come and help her cook soup with this delicious fish. Her friends, not knowing what Abna had done, came to help Abna cut the fish into pieces. But during its preparation the fish sang to Abna's friends and the song went like Okay, I, I know I told you guys I'll be interchanging between Chi and English, but the song I sang was in Fanti, sorry, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I can't sing the song in, in English, so you have to take it like that. Yeah, so after Abner's friends heard the fish sing, they got scared and ran away to their homes. But Abner, being a nonchalant one, oblivious to what's happening she decided to continue with her soup because after all she didn't hear the, the fish sink and then she prepared a very delicious soup mm. with this fish and pounded fufu when the food was ready she called out to her family to come and help her eat the food since food was that much and so her family members came to join her to feast because rarely would you hear a banana cooking or even calling you to join her to eat once they washed their hands and put their hand inside the asanka the families heard the, the fish sink Hey, they were all so shocked, they immediately ran off to their rooms. Abna didn't know what was going on because she couldn't even hear the fish sing. 
so she decided to eat all the food since her family didn't want to eat with her and so she ate all the soup and all the fufu then she went to sleep at midnight she suddenly woke up feeling the urge to attend to nature's call but it was dark and the washroom was far away from the house she called to her siblings to accompany her to the washroom since it was dark but suddenly her siblings heard the fish's song from inside her stomach and the fish sang all her siblings got scared. Hey, what is this strange song we are hearing? Abena, we can't help you. Please go on your own. So Abena decided to go to the washroom on her own. Since she's all fearless, she went to the washroom. As soon as she got to the washroom, the fish decided to take its revenge. It ate its way out of Abena eating all of her intestines and inner organs and her stomach Abna died on the spot no one knew what happened so the following morning they found Abna dead in the washroom such a very sad story this goes to all the stubborn boys and girls out there listen to your parents don't break traditional rules and laws abide by rules and laws if you don't understand why we should do certain things just ask questions and don't go doing things on your own secondly don't break people's trust and your promise just for your selfish needs thank you so this is the end of my analysis mostly it ends by saying analysis by me too yay it's here for Nina. So to my non-cheese speakers, all what I just said was that after you've ended your analysis and you're supposed to tag someone to continue the trend. Yes, so um I'm tagging all my listeners. Tell me about your favorite folk tale. It can be Ghanaian or non-Ghanaian. Just enter my DMs and I raise your favorite folk tale. Operating. Thanks for tuning in. This is On and On Podcast, and I'm your host, Sonia. See you on next week. Bye bye.